cheers to episode 152. No cheersing today for me. I mean, what is that football logo you got there? Kind of blurry. Oh, it's like a husky. Stella blue. Oh, I knew oh. it. I can see the pointy ears. Don't um, buy the sweatshirt. The quality of the sweatshirt is below average. Like, I mean, it's dog shit. No pun intended. Stella blue dog. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dog shit. <laughs> um, I'm drinking whiskey tonight. Anyone else oh. joining me? No. I could go to. I, I'm not feeling that. No. I should be drinking like a half gallon. Should have drank last night day. heavily, but I didn't. Bleach. <laughs> um, to set the scene. Drinking Clorox. Drinking Tide Pods. Monday. <laughs> Tide Pods. <laughs> It's January 29th. It's 2024. It's 8.38 p.m. in a cold, dark, sad, depressed Michigan. It's 7.38 p.m. in Texas. 70 and sunny today, so the lone bright spot. The lone bright spot in the lone star state. Welcome into the number one all-around Michigan sports podcast. What's the point? Who cares? And... <laughs> <laughs> the Lions blew a 17-point lead in the NFC Championship game. And hang up, guys. Is it our fault? No. Are you but sure? Why? Why would it, why do why you, would it you be think? our fault? Okay, so I'm not uh, Josh Reynolds. I can't. I, was, I can catch a football. I was watching the game with two avid listeners, and they were like, "Well, Evan, um, you guys did say on the podcast the only way you guys would be upset if you guys did blow a." Um, 21 point lead. 17, 21, 21. Pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's our fault, but I, I'm i glad we said that to get out in front of it because it's true. That is about the only way I think I really could have been upset is how the game unfolded. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into the sadness. The whole show will be sad. I'm hoping by the end, though, we can start to come out to the other side maybe. You know, they say when times are tough, you talk with your friends, you you laugh. Americans, when bad things happen, we resort to dark humor and we get through things together. That's what our country does. <laughs> times are tough. People make jokes about it too soon. So maybe that's what we get into here. But maybe like when Michigan lost to TCU, when Michigan lost to UCLA, just thinking of other devastating losses, when Michigan State lost to Purdue, we talk about- lost to Mid-Tennessee State. <laughs> Yeah, I was Syracuse. thinking more podcast era, but okay. Alex, yes. I have a quick question for you. What what was worse, the Syracuse no, loss or get this into loss? it? We'll get into that. That's obviously going to be a topic. Talk about it later. Oh, I don't see it on the list. Uh, I just <laughs> it, told you it's on the list. Um, we can add it to the show doc, please. I'm looking at it. Yeah, right next to it. sadness. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, don't put it next to pain and suffering. Put it next to sadness. For those wondering why does Alex sound like a goldfish underwater? Um, he... Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> that made Evan choke. I didn't think that it was that funny. Oh, it's really not that bad. But it was funny. Got me. Got me going. Um, it's because he got so mad last night at the Lions' performance that he broke his Spiked mic. He said he mic. never. He said he never wants to do the show ever again. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do this show right now. 
He said it's not and fair. And honestly, that- I bet this is our least listened to show because no one wants to hear more about this stupid football game that happened. We can preview the big basketball game tomorrow night. Yeah, we can talk <laughs> about the hopeful <laughs> that the Spartans deliver to make me feel better. <laughs> oh, cut! I think you should leave that in. I think everything stays in Seriously, the show. Seriously, no. I'd want I think you should leave absolutely it tomorrow. That's the only way I'll feel better. Is that the only word you know? Beat down, maybe? Beat down? Adjectives. Oh, you're Hope cutting we my 50 or something? I think that that word adds to the list of that. That word will always be funny. It will always yeah. be funny. Yeah. yeah, it is a funny word. To preview the show. <sighs> no, I told you. We're getting rid of this part of the show. Weekly check-ins, pain, suffering, sadness. NFL playoffs, Super Bowl thoughts. No. Michigan football, Harbaugh gone, Ben Herbert gone, culture gone, culture ben Johnson gone. Um, and then anything else at this time. We have two listener questions submitted so far. Thank you to those that responded. Um, Alex, what's new Nothing. in your life, man? Next. <laughs> I saw Fred Van Fleet at Chipotle. Uh, what? what? That is pretty what? big news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I can forgot we, to mention that. Can we get some more um, details? Like, I always wonder when you see a professional athlete in person, did he look the part? He's, he's, his legs are large. He's wearing shorts. Oh, wow. He's got like some thick trunks. I was like, like wow. Saquon? I, would, I don't know. I've never seen Saquon in person, Grant. But he, you could tell that he was an athlete. He's taller in person. than He looks small in the NBA. He's not very small. How tall? He's... he's I mean, like a few inches taller than me, six three maybe. Probably, I don't know if I had to guess. He's with his uh, his boothang, mm. his yeah, order. Players, dude. Double yeah. chicken. His order. Yeah. Uh, Brown. Was he charged for the double chicken? chicken? Did the Chipotle worker know, know it was Fred Van Fleet? No, no one in this Chipotle get- knew, or everyone was just like, "Oh, I'm not gonna say anything." But I was like, "Guys, what are you looking at? Look at this guy. <laughs> it's right." <in> front. <laughs> Double chicken, pico, corn, no cheese, no sour cream. The fajita veggie things and lettuce. So what was it? Was a bowl? NBA player. Yeah, bowl. It was thick. It was a thick bowl. Double chicken. Mushy? Mm, not no, there wasn't really any mushy stuff in it because it didn't get sour cream or guac or queso. All wow. that bad stuff that we shouldn't eat. He didn't get those. But corn though. Yeah, you that. Corn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had a nice car. I couldn't totally tell what it was. It was dark, but uh, it had. It looked like the shape of like a G wagon. I just don't know if that was the exact G wagon. G wagon. G wagon. Probably a Ford. Why was he at this Chipotle? At, no, it was like eight thirty p.m. I don't know. They didn't have a game because then I got in the car. I was like, if it's if it is him, he can't have a game confirmed he's missing games. the game for chipotle <laughs> so yeah he must live like reasonably close to me i guess i don't know hmm. interesting evan big baggy t-shirt baggy shorts the style we did this last monday, monday. we were still in the playoffs tuesday <laughs> wednesday head off of work again um, due to weather, joke. I still what went to my job. Easy, Mr. Gillen. 
<laughs> All right, Alex, in fairness, Wednesday, I was one of the people pounding the table. Like, we should have had school. It's kind of light. Um, then... You guys still play basketball, though, right? How'd that discourse go nope, on the town? Tuesday, it got officially got canceled. I think people were cheering that the basketball game got canceled. <laughs> and then rest of the week, didn't really do too much. Uh, Friday night, got to spend it in Jackson. Saturday, Fun. didn't do much. And Sunday, ref all day and then watched uh, the Lions no. with some friends. What was your refing? Did you respond to Alex's refing situation? What was your refing situation? No, nope, he never responds to me. What? <laughs> I don't look at it. I don't look at my phone. When I I'm refing. said your name so that you would look. I said Evan. No, what is I your refing situation today? I responded. I said to it like Cody. nine a.m. Today? <laughs> Sunday no, morning. Work. No, it was Saturday Sunday morning. No, you texted him Saturday. Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Saturday, Saturday morning. I said, are you refing tomorrow, Evan? And I responded was, to that. I said, yes. Did you? I'm going to go look. Saturday at 11, 10 a.m. No response from Evan. Evan's last text, next text was, I said, OT and Hinkle at 5 p.m. And he goes, yes, I have watched since the start of the second <laughs> Oh, come on. You <laughs> <laughs> ignored me. No, by no, no. I don't think it's you. I never. I never saw that text message. Can't confirm nor deny. You guys sent too many freaking Mario gifts. That's why we lost. F you guys, Evan. That wasn't even till Sunday. <laughs> Relax. You're lashing out. I'm trying to find it. Well, let's go Red Wings. You never sent. Refing. It's under refing. If you search for refing, search no, it. I like Evan, scrolling. It's there. I like scrolling. You're scrolling. <laughs> refing situation tomorrow. We're gonna Evan. be here in two hours. I found it. Okay. What was I doing in the morning that I just didn't see these text messages? Little AD danger time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I just I. Okay, so Alex, your <laughs> refing question. Anything else? Uh, no, no. I re- realize you don't care when I ask you questions. Correct, I don't because your questions are irrelevant. <laughs> I just wanted to know if you were refing. I did ref. I ref thirteen games yesterday. Yeah. When did you get done? I thought I cared, but I, I guess I don't. Got done at 5.55. Wow. Talk about not getting nervous before the game because you were just distracted. Games were shorter. Day. Everything was going to be done before 6 o'clock due to the Lions playing. That's how the week got them. I love that. Schedule. Was there Jared yeah. Goff chance at the gym? There was not. There were um, some people getting testy about calls. Um, had multiple technical fouls. I get, I tossed the kid and I said, you're done for the game. <laughs> Just, really? just went up and tossed him. Yeah, he, it was the end of the Have game. Everything think he, maybe you're the problem? No, a kid went up for a three-point shot, and the kid two-arm shoved him while he was like mid-shot in air, just two-arm shoved him. Yeah, you're out of there, buddy. I was like, two, you're done. <laughs> what? <laughs> God, I, I tell you what, kids. You can't have that on there. What do you mean, why? That's funny what he sounded like. Kid. What? The kids complain to refs the most now. Grant, no, Evan, we did it back then. Fortnite no, we generation. did not. No, we did no, not. We did it, I don't but like kids did. did. I saw kids do it all the time. No. So if your dad yes. was coaching you on the sideline and you said something to the refs, was your dad going to beat the crap out of you or he just let yes. you do it? Yes, but my dad wasn't the coach. 
My dad. Some of these kids. Today, there was a kid on. There was a kid on one of the teams, older teams in eighth grade. Jesus Christ! (laughs) What? Talking about my dad. There was a kid in eighth grade that was on a team. I'm not going to name the team because it's going to narrow it down too much. But he was such a douche that I wanted to punch him in the face. And he's in eighth grade. Best uh, moment I've ever seen in youth basketball was at a. It was JCC at the time. We had a tournament there and. Jackson's travel team. This dude had a tattoo. We were in like seventh grade. And he f- got went into the stands to fight a parent. It's the scariest moment of my life. It was <laughs> we a play in this that team. Had a tattoo. They, yeah, they were so mad at what was happening uh, by the refs and then the opposing team. We were watching. We we had we played ended up playing them later. But the parents of the opposing team were like chirping these kids. And this kid just with a tattoo, just goes into the stands, like goes ballistic, and he tries to fight all these people in the stands. His mouse at the palace, youth basketball. It's crazy. So, yeah, wow. maybe it's always been happening, Evan. Just You're just more noticing it now. I guess so. I think in addition, so Big Cat has always said that professional players should get to fight a fan once a year. Um. Based on their Spans discretion, get nuked. I think that should apply for youth refs, where once a year a ref can just yeah. beat up a kid. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm for it. I think once I would have used mine yesterday. I think I would have used mine yesterday. No, you get like two were punches you, and then you're done. Were you already in a bad mood, Evan? Or oh, I was in an all right mood. I got to do eighth grade boys basketball, so it was like competitive and like actually like enjoyable to stand there and like ref. Mm-hmm. Alex, the last game that I had to do yesterday was girls, I think, fifth grade basketball, and the final score was 26 to 2. You think that was enjoyable to ref? No. Mm-hmm. So you're Correct. saying your that right. unlike the college game, women's has not surpassed the men's in the eighth grade level yet. <laughs> not even close. Okay. Not That's good close. to know. Um, I'll keep mine brief, like the other two of you have uh i went to dinner on friday got some margaritas it was good Ooh. it was at that place we went after golf uh to relu oh and we were do laughing not get the about salmon do not get the same yes. never get salmon at any <laughs> restaurant it's always dry we were laughing about how the, when we were there the <laughs> waiter kept trying to take my food before i was done <laughs> Uh, and I was going to roast it. And then you guys did that prank where you hid my chicken wing from me. And I was like, no, <laughs> they took it from me. You were pissed. Oh, that was funny. Forgot about that. It was a good day. Funny, funny time. Um, and then my maintenance light came on in my car. So I got an oil change on Saturday. And that was my life. <laughs> I need to take my truck in. I just don't want to. Yeah. Um, all right. So I guess let's talk about Detroit Lions football. Nah. There is a lot to well before we get into it, please if you're listening this far, if you're joining the Sad Boy Hour, please subscribe if you're not already. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, at Shout Up MS on our social platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Please follow. Share share the show with a friend. It means a lot. Since the show is free, it helps us. So let's Show's get over into after this episode. Well, if it could be the last one, subscribe before it dies. 
Guys, the Red Wings playoff run this year is going to be just as good. Thank you, Evan. I appreciate the positivity. Red Wings. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, I did rewatch the game probably two hours. Oh, you did Why not. Why would you do that? Just what the f- is wrong with you? Since it was... Wait till like a year to watch. I'll watch it again, but like the next day. So... I watched it on like 1.5 speed, like flying through commercials on and in between snaps on YouTube TV. So it wasn't like a sit down and like, that's crazy to watch like a three hour game again. I was, I watched it in like 45 minutes, just flying through. Doing to, like, that make again sure I, still. It's like, you're not going to forget what happened. I realize I'm in the minority, but I did the same thing with Michigan TCU. I think the way my brain works is I need the closure of seeing it again. And if I'm being totally honest, watching it back did not make me feel as bad as I thought. I came away from the game still devastated, but feeling better about our future as a team. So that's, I can report that. And I have everything basically mapped out in my head. Let's skip the positive bullshit. Let's just start where, where we need to start. Yeah. Okay. Ranking it. No. Compared to other devastating losses? No, 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 no. Okay. Was the I think the question the the soft side of the fan base is asking is was was that SOL? Uh no. no. I do not think so. Okay. Thought Evan no. would answer that differently if we're being honest. Ooh. I mean the wheels no. really came off. Like they in did. ways that you would think, <laughs> wow, this is this is not fun. This is it, SOL type like moments here. Like back to back to back to back. Yeah. Like like awful. Yeah, no, it was awful. But it was miserable. Embarrassing understatements. Circus. Clown My show. next question I need to ask. This was a hot topic at work today because keep in mind there's me and one other Lions fan and then everyone else just football fans. So they like they don't care about my feelings. Where, the cheer question, Cowboys. Freaking where's the Lions fan from? Is he a Michigan guy? Yeah, he's from Bedford. Oh, nice. This is a golfing buddy. Yes. Mm. Hell yeah. So, so we talk Lions every week. <laughs> And so we're talking just amongst ourselves and everybody, you know, is interjecting themselves. Blah, blah, blah. Did you guys hug today? Like just a, like an embrace? No, just, no, just a fist fist bump. It's just like a got to stay together on this one. Hmm. Um, but so everyone's starting to chime in. I mean, like yeah. everybody, like everyone's coming out of their offices to, to talk Alex, before about you this. get going. I try to avoid the conversations because I can't stand people that were like, oh, my gosh, you know, just the idiots that were only watched it just because we made it this far. The non-football fans that are watching, like, don't give me input on the Lions game. Like, yeah, I watched it. I too, didn't don't worry. want to talk about this with anybody but the one Lions fan. And then before you get it, everyone wants to get talk about into it, Alex, <laughs> this just reminded me of like. Where I'm at now in my work, I can pretty much avoid this. Like today, I didn't really discuss it with anyone. But in New York, in the NFL job, that was the pros and cons. It was so fun to come in every day and talk ball until it's about your team doing bad. And then it's like, <laughs> thousand then it's the worst. I've been then it's, talking ball yeah. all year. And I'm like, yeah, dude, the Lions are awesome. So this is yeah. great. I can just do it all year. 
It's the no. biggest flip. It's the biggest 180 of like the best work environment to like the worst in an instant. <laughs> For example, reports to someone, HR instantly. Someone came into work today. And they're like, good morning, Alex. And I got in early today. I had my headphones in. I was like, I'm not talking to anybody at all. So I just kind of like mumbled back a good morning. He didn't hear me. He goes, dude, I get it. The Lions lost, but you could say good morning. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> 15 <laughs> seconds in. I'm like, here we go. Yeah. So the, the main question that was coming up from the non-Detroit people, I think is expected, was um, one. So back up. There's a lot of Texas A&M people in this office, and I was Their opinions openly, don't matter. Did you tell openly, them that? Their opinions don't matter? I wasn't cursing Josh Reynolds' name, but I was putting a lot of blame on him. And he went oh, to Texas he's A&M. A&M. He's oh. an Aggie. And yes, with their opinions so, really don't matter. So that was upsetting people, just to start. And then the main question they're like was, was why did Dan Campbell go for it on fourth down twice? So then I had to explain that we did that all year long, blah, blah, blah. And just, just keep going. He's like, they lost the game because of coaching. Like, you can't go for it on fourth down. You got to kick the field goal. And then I'm like, well, Badgley probably misses a 48-yarder, for being honest. Anyway, well, you can't go for it. You, you got to kick that. So that was the big, like, people just telling me that the Lions coaching ruined the game. And then Josh Reynolds, it wasn't Josh Reynolds' fault on the first throw. It was a bad throw by Jared Goff. And then it's just stuff like that over and over again. So the main question I have for you guys is, uh, is this loss on Dan Campbell? Because the rest of the world views it that way. Well, there's a lot of people out there that are saying it is. Like RG3 said it was on Dan Campbell. The rest of the world outside of the city of well, the Lions fans. You can't pick and choose your battles. Like we micromanaged it and we've said it before, but at one point we all just said, you know, this is our coach. We're going to stick through it. After like the yesterday's game, sitting on the X Twitter, I was kind of more upset that he wasn't more aggressive. In the moments, obviously, I want him to do the complete opposite things, but he sticks to his guns. He's going to go for it on fourth down. You know, at the end of the first half, he kicked a field goal. We did kick one of them. You can kind of argue, be like, he should have just gone for that one too. Live or die by the sword, we got Campbell. both arms cut off. That's what happened. Dan Campbell is probably more than 50% of the reason why we're here too. So like everyone's a micromanager from the couch until you get put in those situations and you got to do something that's going to win you the football game. And Dan thought those two situations were going to have a better chance for him to win the football game. And I think somebody had a really good point is if we get that first fourth down and go up 27, 10, 31, 10, we're probably having a different conversation here and we're probably like talking about how we drive out to Las Vegas. Yeah. I already said I wasn't going to the Super Bowl no matter what, but your point is valid. The, the, uh, it was a little too pricey for maybe like actually going, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like me, me flying you know, to Michigan talks. to watch the game with you guys, that that was more likely. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. All right, all right. I was thinking right. about that at halftime. I was looking at flights. Jumped you did? Too, so I was just about to curse though. people that actually looked at flights. I dislike that from you, Alex. I didn't look at them. I said I consider. Oh, you just said you did. All right. I learned that lesson. 2016, Big Ten Championship. JT was short. Looking at the <laughs> halftime tickets. I'll never do that again. People that do that. I did not break. look at tickets. 
Um, I'm trying to think of how I can concisely say what I've thought about the last 24 hours about this whole Dan Campbell talk. My biggest take, I think, is that the discourse around these decisions is 100% results-based when it comes to the media. Going into it, results-based in the media. analytics community like if you sat down the real analytics nerd or a percentages guy or a football guy they would have their own philosophies but how like the media like people from espn fox cbs and Apple network they just basically play results because it's going to get clicks but to evan's point if he if we get any of those we win the game People are saying the headline is Dan Campbell aggressiveness is what gets this team to the Super Bowl unconventional. And I said, like, that, I said that today. I was like, you know what? We get those and everyone's praising Dan Campbell. So hindsight's twenty twenty. The only gripes I have with those plays is a little bit on play calling, but I even hesitate to do that because Ben Johnson has taken me to heights I never even thought we could go, is that on the fourth and two, the, fir- the first one in the second half, the fourth and two, I'm giving the ball to Jameer Gibbs because their linebackers were playing like four to five yards off in a little shell the entire game. And they had four down linemen and the down linemen weren't doing shit against the run. And we were grooving that drive. And it already rubbed me the wrong way that we put a Monra in the backfield. I know you're trying to catch him off guard with the Craig Reynolds thing. I did not thing. like that one. Swear I, I, did not like like, that one. I would have gone there before the fourth down call. I would have gone there for a third down. I would have gone Gibbs twice, and if Gibbs, we couldn't if we couldn't get four six yards with Jameer Gibbs the way he was playing, then we don't deserve to get the first down. I just and the throw was there, so it's not like it was bad two, execution. Two hands on it, absolutely amazing. First of all, that he evaded a Nick Bosa sack that felt like a win in itself. That he did not get sacked on the play, and two hands on it, he he makes that catch all the time. He's a possession receiver crazy enough like that is josh reynolds he just catches it and goes down he's not a yet guy and he just he flipped his hands the wrong way and they showed him on the sideline talking with the guy like he just had it the wrong way and it was in his head on the next one and it just sucks that that happened the only gripe i have is just not running it because i thought we were just at will especially on that drive just moving people and i trusted our offensive line so that was sad that's my only hindsight 2020 thing the I second have. one um, would you guys have kicked it like in the moment before it happened where you guys like kick it? Cause like in my yeah, head, it was I a no to go for it. it for me. I was never even considering because I didn't think Badgley was going to make it. I said, go for it on all three. Even before the half, I was saying, just go for it. I was comfortable with the first one. I was, I went, we what did it. I say? I said, kick, go for it. I didn't want to kick, kick the first one. I wanted to kick but, the first one. But I, I can the second one, I think. The first the second one of the second half or the first one of the second half? First one of the second half. I would have kicked the field goal at the end of the first half. Just to calm everyone down. I would have gone it for it at the, the first they went down and scored fourth down play. Right the first one in the second half, I would have no. gone for it. Yeah, three. But the second one, the last one, I would have I would have I would have kicked. Realistically, I was fine going with all of them. The last one I was like, didn't even, I didn't even really think about. I didn't even know like kicking was an option. I thought we were too far away. 
would have been a 48 were, yarder. Yeah, 48. Granted, yards. I turned the volume off, so I was watching in silence. You're missing Greg really? Olson. Yeah. Yeah. When it started, when it was, was spiraling and San Francisco's crowd was going nuts, I turned the volume off. Wow. That's a wild move, Alex. It was dark. I was like, I got to flip the tide somehow for this team. Alex, I think it's worse that you had to watch it by yourself. It was really dark. It was really went, dark. Like, pretty I, crazy I during definitely the TCU went around game. like certain people, but like obviously I could have acted like my normal self, but it was like in that situation, you know, you're not in your own house. I was going to be calm in the first half. <laughs> but no, okay, the the JMO play, you were embarrassed if someone saw your reaction to that. <laughs> Berserk. I was going nuts. Um, the second half ended me with me laying on the floor. Yeah. Staring up at I the ended ceiling. Up there. I ended up like, there. For like a long time. Disappointment. I broke out a weighted blanket for this game to like straight jacket myself. Oh, I was, like I was just active. I don't even know if I sat down. It was, I tough. was a floor person. Um, I sat on the floor. I did it towards the end. I started sitting down. That turned into laying down when things looked really bleak. Just laid down. I laid on my back bed. on the floor at the end. Yep. That's and exactly then I would pop, I'd pop my head up when the game came back from commercial and just kind of like crane my neck and be like, all right, what's going to happen now? Now let's get to it. I was crisscross applesauce in front of the TV at some points. Um, I was crisscross applesauce. I was on my knees with my butt on my heels, kind of perked up. <laughs> Please, begging. Yeah. Um. Real quick, Alex, to get put some numbers behind the decisions. This was from Todd Who's McShay this for? on the Rosillo Show. The nerds out there, the losers, like. No, just, yeah, just we to say we lost yesterday. We're a loser. No, I'm, it's more just to the listeners. If you're sitting there still debating, so um, in this season, there was 24 times when the Lions faced a fourth and three or less in opponents' territory. They went for it 24 times 24 over times. the season, fourth and three or less in opponents' territory. They went for it 20 of the 24 times. It's almost an automatic go. Like, we're going. <laughs> Seven, 17 of those 20, we were successful, which is bananas. And so we were just a good team. And, like, that's not a small sample size. All the two-point conversion type plays Ben Johnson has in the different looks, he is good at that. Like, they, they that's in the game plan of how we're going to approach a football game that if it's third and medium, we're going to run it knowing we can get that. And so it wasn't like we were just throwing caution to the wind, rolling the dice, like people are comparing to Dan Campbell to a – blackjack player it's all calculated and i was even convinced after listening to football people talk about the end of the first half because i was thinking why did dan kick a field goal because it was fourth and two from the, the goal line they made a great point is that if you don't get it there's no advantage to pinning them deep because you're going into half so it just makes sense to extend it to a three possession lead and it was just outside of his go zone so i was like all right i could he has a plan for all of his goes at that point, there wasn't a huge advantage to if you don't get it, you get no momentum into half. The Niners aren't pinned deep because we're going to half. So I was I'm fine with all the decisions that he made um, in that game. And even the one that everyone was roasting him for is saying how stupid it was that we tried running it on third and goal on the last drive, which Whatever, it looks dude, dumb. Game was but awful. again. Again, if we can't if we can't score on a third and two when they're expecting pass, then we don't deserve to win the game. Like we are the best offensive line in the league. Offensive line was balling out. 
if we couldn't surprise them with the Montgomery run and we got stuffed and we had to burn a timeout and settle for an onside kick, the game was already, what, 9% chance whatever to win at that point. We don't deserve to win. Over. So even that, I, I, I didn't get that mad, even though people are like, that was so stupid. Just take the field goal and then use your three timeouts. We're not going to stop Christian McCaffrey three times the way our defense was playing. They're going to get a first down. They're going to ice the game. So people were reading too much into that as well. That's right. my thought. In, on the, in, in fairness, people or some people, Pat McAfee, who's kicked, played in the NFL, he was saying, like, one of the ways to do that was as soon as you get into a comfortable field goal range, so we cross the 30, is kick right the away. field goal right away with, like, a minute and 20, 26 left, I think it was, around their time. That way, then yeah. you try the onside kick. Okay, you don't get it. You stop them three times. Now you do have a chance, but you could also use one of your timeouts, and you still have time left instead of the, the whole notion. It's a double. Listen, I think like it's a double. The game, the game, game was if you lost. do a game, if you don't. The game was lost well before that point. Mm. Shouldn't have even. It should not have even come to that. So it doesn't really matter. Correct. It's the whole notion. You can't win a game in the first half. Yeah, but you damn well lose one. So, where does this rank losses in in your whole twenty seven for Evan, twenty six for Grant and I years of life? (laughs) Uh, Um, rank. So it's right up there. Give me your top three. If you got it, Uh, JT was short. Is still up there this is probably like the one b it's like batman robin would be this i think this is two recency biases could be one but i still think this is two i don't th- like the michigan state loss number one's michigan state syracuse i michigan state so middle nice. tennessee state isn't one for me because i couldn't wa- i didn't watch a single second of that game those both of or, those are way up what were you doing I was at like one o'clock game. I think I was at yeah. school. And I think it was I at like baseball. Thursday at noon. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I was at, I had work and then. It's like <clears> opening <throat> game of the tournament. Yeah. It was the opening game. I think on like Thursday or Friday afternoon. Yeah. So I think what about Syracuse last year, I've been in basketball. I know that one hurt you. <laughs> regular, it's a regular season game. That, that was a classic so regular bad. season game. That I almost gave up. So I almost gave up on Michigan State basketball that time. Oh my god! Um, thanks a lot. <laughs> no, I'm not being able to sleep. <laughs> New wound. Other honorable mentions would be Michigan, UCLA, Elite Eight basketball. David Ortiz Grand Slam. Well, yeah, I was I'm still, so glad that doesn't happen now because, like. We were young and social media was like just starting. Like, oh, that happened. Social like media adds here. Social media adds an impact to it, like a huge impact to it. Yeah, really, really beats you down in the ground as if you're yeah, already not down enough. It's just fucking. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, like no, every Twitter. ten, like you, how you feel, you get like ten more tweets that like just add to it. Like, yeah, I am depressed, just and then you sinking, get one sinking. one positive note. Like, well, guys, glass half full. Like, blah blah blah, and you're like, no, I don't give a shit at this point. Twitter had me reevaluating if I even liked Chauncey Gardner Johnson last night. I was like, do I like this guy? Like, am I, I a fan of this guy? <laughs> he was a big meme. He was a big meme. Big I, was meme. On, I was on the cut him um, train today. I don't know why. Well, well he's a free agent, so we don't have to cut him. Yeah, Alex. fortunately for you, Alex, it's just a, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. 
I know he's if not he, back. Same yeah. with Reynolds. There's a couple people I'd cut. I would bring Reynolds back if I'm being totally honest. I'd bring him back. Listen, he is a Craig good Reynolds? player. Just sucks that or Josh Reynolds. Josh, uh, unless, if he's not asking for a lot, he's still good. He's still a good player. <laughs> as he, soon as he gets the second one, my first dude. comment to uh, Wilkins, my first comment was like, now we have to draft a wide receiver with our 29th pick. That's my first comment <laughs> I said. You need a corner because turns out Cam Sutton is booty cheeks. I don't think he played bad. He um, had a terrible postseason. He wasn't. I think he great. played he bad got, against the 49ers. I don't think he. No, he should have had a pick. He, he got yeah. OPI. Well, he got OPI. He got ran into. They didn't call that. that was he got cooked. That. It was great in the group and chat. I think was that no Grant, was that you or was that Luke? That I, said, I can't like, believe uh, they didn't say anything. Oh, Luke Rolls, said. If it was rules yeah. reversed and the defense guy ran into the offensive guy, that would have been pass interference. Like then you should still call it. Yeah. Um, I just like that like point because like yeah it just makes it that much easier. Like if you would have called pass interference, if it was the other way around, then it should be. He um he got roasted on the IU touchdown on third and goal. Yeah, he yeah. lost his balance and he and it's, the whole secondary tackled. But besides Ryan Branch, everybody can't tackle. So to me, I just don't so get why shitty, like dude. I don't get why we can't like. On the goal line, like overplay the inside, and Brock Purdy wants to throw like a back corner pile line over the shoulder catch, then you tip your cap to him. We actually we did okay on some. We lost to Brock Purdy's legs. Was that four possessions stretched like the worst? Like collapse. They scored every possession in second half. They scored every possession in second half. The way those like plays lined up together, just one, one, one. Like it was like every four minutes, something disastrous was happening to us. I don't think I've ever had a worse stretch of sports. Four minutes of that real like, time, not four minutes of the game. That felt like four minutes in real time. No, no, no real time. Where, like real time. nothing <laughs> went positive. Where potentially it went, that bounce off Vildor's hands and face, caught touchdown. They go. They score the next play. Score like the next play, and then. You have the. I think the next drive was the Reynolds drops the fourth down. Well, no, the next drive was the nope fumble. It was the fumble? fumble. The next fumble. drive was the fumble in the first play. Then they score what one or two plays later. Disaster. And then the Reynolds Reynolds off his Reynolds chest out. on the Ran third out. down, and we had an absolute nuke by our all pro punter. And two guys can't do their freaking job in trying to down the ball. Didn't down it. That pissed me off more than it should have. That pissed me off extremely bad. No exaggeration. This is the best punt I've ever seen. Like live. Did you have the audio on at that point? Did you have the audio on? Feet in the air after it hit the ground. That's impossible the way he did that. It's the best punt I've ever seen in my life. As soon as that ball was connected... And then both of them in the booth were like, oh, my God. Yeah, they like, like freaking out. They're like, holy shit. <laughs> it's so good when you know it's like we're raving about a punt because that was the only thing positive that we had going for ourselves. Is that like the, the camera that, like, can't catch up. The camera can't catch up. Yards the in the so air. all you're doing is just panning the entire field of just green grass. I mean, that punt was insane. And we still f***ed it up. It even you dropped to catch it perfectly back, and went straight up. Back. Bat it back. Dude, okay. That's all you have to do. So they, the one end job zone, is just bat it back. The end zone was 74 yards. He kicked it 73 yards, and it went 15 feet in the air after it hit the ground, basically. That's insane that he kicked it that far, and it just went straight up. So 
Here's a, a thought I had too, because the college shot, NFL rules are differently. That stretch was horrible though, on the goal line. Just talking college players are allowed to be standing in the end zone, but as long as the ball doesn't cross, NFL player can't be touching the end zone at all. Yeah, well, they jump from outside way. and smack it. You can jump from outside and smack it back. Everybody can do that. But if you jumped and your foot was on the chalk, then you're effed. Then it's Correct. then it's illegal. Yeah. So a lot of people shock value on the highlights are going to see that I catch off the dome. I have a theory that might make you feel better. I don't know. I haven't seen anyone talked about it because it happened so fast and it was crazy. I am 95% confident with how human psychology of refs work that if he doesn't catch that, that flag stays. They don't pick that up. Yeah. Yes. No, if it makes you feel better. No, there's no way they pick the way that play happened regardless of if there was going to be a flag or not, it bounced off his face. And then I Ibsen catches it. They call the flag. The Alex, Grant's point is that they called the flag. And whether know, he catches it or not, just, that play doesn't happen. They get the ball on the 10-yard line still. Agreed. Yeah. But you see something like your team, your sideline <clears> is watching, and you see something like that, you're already nervous about your 17-point lead, clearly, because it's, it's diminishing. And then you see that, and you're like, holy man, what's going on? There's some voodoo shit happening. And then this the team starts panicking. We as fans are full-blown panic at that point. I'm and then it's just tight. it just keeps the wheel. Gibbs and Goff, the next player, 14-year-olds playing eighth grade football and forget what way to go. Well, we don't know who went the wrong way. And then they fumble right after that, well, too. I so guess it's just, it was, probably Gibbs. Probably probably Gibbs. Gibbs. I'm going to guess probably. Gibbs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to guess Gibbs. <laughs> Um, and even after that, did, he did regain control. Someone did make a good point on Twitter that like ball. those plays need to be tracked somehow, some way, some stat of like the like the almost turnover plays. Like those need to be but tracked. It turnover. The, what like what place? No, the Vildor. I'm saying the, uh, the should have been a turnover, and you. Yeah, like the Tampa game when Goff threw that pass to I think it was mm. Dean. Jamal like, Dean. those stats yeah. need to be tracked besides just an incomplete pass. Close call. Like somewhere, somehow, they need it. to be. But, just like, blue uh, ball. Like, it should be just, if it makes, stat, just blue ball. If it makes one Pride Nation feel better, if he picks that off, we're getting a ticky tack DPI, and it's not getting picked up. And it's going to be on the five, and they score regardless. So, to me, Absolutely the, correct. the fluke nature of the play, the like, people being like, oh, it's like that Seahawks catch in the Super Bowl. It's like the Plaxico Burris catch. No. Like, it's it was going to be a flag. They were going to insert themselves into the game. The ref threw it incredibly early. The sky just probably said, pick it up because we don't need people thinking about that play because he caught it. It doesn't matter. That's how that happened because they waited a long I time. Also, catching that sparks this whole team. Like, holy shit, guys, we're back. We're back. No, I, then- that's a good point, Alex, the mental side of it. But really, like, if we talk about this stretch, the fumble was when I went completely numb. Like that's when I lost feeling in my body and like just didn't thought it was. But a bad I think dream. when you put them together, all right, let's just say pass interference. It's a forty-five yard penalty, whatever it is, touchdown, and then immediately after fumble, those two things together compounds it, makes makes it so much worse. If we had just gotten a stop yeah. and punted and we got it back and fumbled, but we're still holding, we have seven more points on the board than them before that touchdown then i i can live with one turnover if they're only yeah but it's so different than this team like every time something's gone wrong this year 
like that, we go answer on offense with like an eight minute drive. The the parallel that I drew to this game that made me think of like what has happened in my brain that's like this was our Packers game at Lambeau early in the year where we just dusted a team in the first half and we let the Packers back into that game a little bit, but then we went on a nine minute just gut wrenching clinch the game drive. And this team has that in them, but the lights were brighter. The, maybe it's the crazy you play. They just blew they they JJ McCarthy and Blake Corum did in East Lansing. They blew it. They they didn't communicate. They fumbled instantly. That is the play that matters the most. And even more, I would say I'll go that is the most reason for the loss is just fumbling on the first play of a drive, giving them seven points. Two, you could argue that the not downing it at the one mattered more than the uh, Vildor play because tie game 24-24, you put them on the one, you flip field position, our offense gets the ball back around uh, our own 45 maybe, let's call it 40. DPJ has a 10-yard return. You go in, you go up 31-24, completely different game. You give them breathing room to the 20, they go down, kick a field goal, and then it becomes tougher. I think Those the two whole plays point are- of this is that there were so many plays that they just had to capitalize on one of them and they probably at least get to overtime and they failed yeah. in every single, every single one of those plays they did not. The margin, the margin of error in the, in the play, NFL playoffs is just like. We even had enough room for error because of the whole, the great first half in the lead we built. We, we had room to make a couple errors and we just made every error possible. But our errors were like. Game changing, every single one. But and at the end of the day, you, s- you still were right there. Yep. Even you with still that, you're had right the there. ball down three with you a had chance to go. Two or three take times on third and third and long to sack Brock Purdy, and he escapes yeah, out. Yeah, he runs for legs. 35 yards. Yep. Those, those crushed me. Those were soul crushing. Those were soul yeah. crushing. Um, And to the point of the mindset, the whole entire. When this like awful stretch was, I was just saying out loud, "We just need one thing to go our way, one thing." And then every the JMO thing, I thought we were back. Something bad would happen. I something did. Bad. I did think the JMO thing. I thought we were back. JMO steals the pick. JMO we drops get a gift. it. He then they get a pick out of it, and he takes it back. Chest. And I'm like, Allah, Jacob, that's what Jacob tried right away versus Wyatt in our fifth grade, sixth grade game, just snatched a completion out of an interception somehow. And Matthew then, Grant. whenever I see a play like that, I think of that because I was Zach just so Watkins baffled. Versus, Zach Watkins versus and, T. Lincoln, senior year. Oh yeah, yeah, he did that too. So <clears throat> we're just we're going down, and then it gets to another fourth down. And this one was just tough. I I've watched uh, Brian Baldinger broke the play down, and I when rewatching it today, open. it just got blown up. And as much as we love him, Amonra got absolutely blown up at the line of scrimmage on a on a um, press. He just got he like total whiplash, and then him and Laporta are like in the same spot as Jamo's crossing. So there's three of our players just stacked up in a row, and Jared just has nowhere to put the football. And, and no so time. Rolled to his right, the fourth, yeah, the fourth and three. It, they Whereas just blew it up. An absolute brilliant call by the 49ers. And they taught, yeah, they they faked man. They were in zone, and our guys didn't run the like good routes at all. We were it just we sucks. But well, we didn't get that. man beater called. All right, what was the, what was the point of the game where you guys were like? I mean, I know this is a point for Evans going to be a lot earlier than 
Grant or I, but what what was the moment in the game where like we lost? When did you like uh, actually believe in your brain that we were going to lose? Well, when we didn't get the onside kick, actually, because I kept saying the I just kept naming. I was like the Lions miracle. I can't wait to tell my grandkids about the Lions miracle. Like I was just were feeling so optimistic. It. I was no, no, laying but, on the like, floor just chucking the, the, the PBR. What was the moment? Float. The, the real play was the, the Gibbs fumble. The Gibbs fumble when I went numb and I, oh, I thought think I was watching we a lost horn. it right then. Yes, that was like the the Ingrid's actual football moment. Lost. Yep, like mine was like, nope, not our day. Because I always had so much trust in the offense, like all year. Like Grant talked already talked about, like the drive. I think the the last time Brock Purdy escaped, good pass rush, spin move a fingertip away and he escapes for that one last time. I think that was when you when, said, uh, it's just like, it's over. It's just not. McCaffrey broke like stop them. three tackles, gained 25 down to the goal line. And he, like, he like bounced on his head. And then they like that run where they get in. I don't know. They got to like the five. And then Elijah Mitchell he scrambled like right before that. So I figured it was over. Yeah. I was like, yeah, in my head, I'm like, we're, we're down three. We can hold them to a field goal if we just keep them like outside the five yard line because they're going to just pound it in if they get there. And then literally the next play, McCaffrey goes 25 yards. I'm like, that's what they do. That's yeah, over. And that's when I, uh, that's when I laid on the floor. I was like, this sucks. This is terrible. This is just like yeah, one I, of the is one of the worst feelings in of all time. And it's um it's very rare feeling too, Alex, talking about X and things you see that help put things into context. Uh Warren Sharp at Who Sharp Football next play, Alex. tweeted out um teams to blow a seventeen plus no, point halftime lead oh. in the playoffs and oh. lose by three plus points. So not only you blow it, but they beat you by three plus. The Lions yesterday. Falcons, Falcons versus the Pats. The Which 1993 Oilers versus the Bills. Never forget. And the ironic thing of this game, they showed it at the break. 57. 1957-49ers versus us. That's crazy. Four times this has ever happened. That was the last time we won a road playoff game. Only, the second time that a team has ever blown a 17-point lead in the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game, which was the Falcons versus the 49ers on that game. I referenced in the voice memo I sent everyone in the morning. Now we are a part of that history, but negatively. You know what you said, Grant? You said... We'll never forget this game for the rest of our lives. And yeah, we won't. I wish I could forget it. I really wish that I could <laughs> I delete this from my memory. I said I wish it was good, not bad, but it turns out it was bad in the worst way. Now, um, any positives? I was just going to say <laughs> one last negative. I sent in a group yeah. chat today. We don't need to talk about that, Evan. Not yeah, today. We should. It should be. We, sh- we should, should talk about it. We should. two big pass deflections early in the game. On the first drive, we'll they do shit afterwards. I said we early should. in the game. You um, did not show I, up in this game. When I rewatched it, I paid, paid close attention to 97 because I, I know he's getting a lot of flack. Not just seven. Like national people, people wondering, like, why does he just disappear? I think both things can be true. I think you want him to play better, and I – hope in this situation next year he will and i still have confidence in him but there also is a reality to this watching it back is they did a very very good job of not even dealing with 97 this entire game 
going back and looking at in the second half when they got going on offense, they kept running swing passes to the left to Debo and to Kittle and who and McCaffrey all to the left away from Hutch. And that's just something that they they were smart. They put our secondary on islands and we can't tackle. We just can't. We could not tackle any of their players. He needed to be better. Um, the only other defenses I'll have, if you go back and watch Purdy's pick, that's a direct result of Hutchinson just collapsing the pocket, forcing him to step up a little bit, and then Pascal tips his hand. He had plays that did impact his football game that are not box score. He does need to do more, especially in the run game too. Having no tackles is crazy. He should have at least had some tackles in the run game, but he did impact the game. Like His effort led to that pick, and as much as it sucks, on those Purdy scrambles, I watched them back, and it's almost a catch-22 where like Hutch is actually doing his job, collapsing the pocket, causing Brock to move, and our defensive tackles are just getting pancaked. And again, it goes to like we need he does need more help, and I'm not trying to just make excuses for him because he does need to play better. But on the backbreaker play, I almost took a screenshot. I I I couldn't because YouTube TV doesn't let you take screenshots. Jack Campbell was our defensive tackle on the Pur- Purdy scramble. He ran at the guard, did a spin move into the center, opens up a wide gap. Hutch pushes into Purdy, short arms Evan, can't grab him. And then Anzalone Loney is standing as a QB spy, staring at Purdy and just is too slow for Brock Purdy. And that is just the fact of a play like that where Hutch does his job. We'd like him to finish the job. He should. He probably holds himself to that standard. But he made impactful plays, not as many as he should have. And we just don't, we have no defensive tackles if it's not McNeil. And McNeil can't play every single snap. And in those scrambles, McNeil was, I think he was in the game for at least one of them, but he got blocked out of the play. And it sucks. And that's my, that's my 97 thoughts. He does need to be better. But it's not like Bosa had two sacks, but we gave Bosa those sacks. It's not like Bosa wrecked the game, I would say. So I'm comparing him to pressures. Your, your fake stat that you like, he did have a couple of those. That were nice. He did. Important. He did. He he affected. You could say he affected the fourth down. Um, yeah. to Reynolds easily. Now, 100%. this is not a. We're not discussing ninety-seven that much. We don't need to because we know Evan Sauce. We know Grant Sauce. I'm just somewhere in the middle. Uh, my real question is: Now we need one more doomsday conversation about this. The Dan, the tweet that you said, you know, Dan telling the locker room, I don't know if that might be your best chance. Blah blah blah. And then we were just talking about the week before is like being a Bills fan, the worst thing imaginable. Are we on a Niners arc where you think maybe we'll we'll have a couple tough years, we'll lose games like this, but then we'll break through, we'll make the Super Bowl, it'll be great, blah, blah, blah. Or are we headed for more of the doomsday scenario where clearly we're a good team, we're going to make the playoffs, and we're going to keep making the playoffs, I'd like to think. We'll just keep losing the big one over and over again. I know we've lost one, so it's not really comparable yet. But if you had to pick the trajectory of this team, which one would you side? I think it's the 49ers had to learn from their experiences. I think everybody does. Super Bowl, lose, Mm -hmm. NFC Championship, Brock Purdy gets injured, lose. They lost two two in a row in the NFC Championship. Dan is a little too too brutally honest, but he is brutally honest. It is going to be tougher next year, tougher schedule, tougher opponents. Yeah, NFL's hard. Packers look good. Super hard. Packers finally found something. Um, but like the, yeah, I think the good thing is the NFC is completely wide open. You have the 49ers, you have us, and I would say the Packers are probably the third best team. 
Cowboys are a dumpster but, fire. Eagles are a dumpster fire right now. I mean, on paper, the Cowboys and Eagles are going to be favorites just because it's the NFC East. And they're, but I don't think it's going to be where we always lose the big one. Are the Lions team is going to break within three years? I honestly think we this team can. I think if they don't, if one, if three more seasons to make the Super Bowl, let's say hypothetically, do they get that? Not including, not including this. Not including this year. You have three three more cracks at it. So are they by twenty six and twenty seven? So by January twenty ninth of twenty twenty seven, are we saying we we made it to at least one Super? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. After my rewatch, I felt better about it because the first half was real, and that's not something that it wasn't fluky. We were just manning them up and blowing them first off the half football. Was real. And you got to think that we're going it was to disgusting get disgusting that we played our best, of, our best half of football and our absolute worst half of football in the NFC Championship game. Third quarter, Lamar Campbell continued to be a problem. Yep, second half that has been a, that has been a trend. Since the beginning, we're like the worst Ouch. third quarter team in the history of the league. And funny enough, it's really third quarter offense. Like our offense just was nothing. Just in the nothing. Half. No just third nothing. quarter offense ever in any game. It's just it's like nothing. If you look at every box score, it's terrible. Now, granted, we fumbled on one of the possessions. So, and we had a drop. So, two things that just should never but that's, happen. So, our that's offense part of it. good. It's part of it. Here's the thing, Alex, and you're going to hate this because you hate the Michigan Lions connection, but I am I, someone who dra- just draws on my experiences. Third year, we're finally going to break through, Grant? No, it's more oh. what needs to change, and we all know it's the defense, but I was after like drawing parallels, even in the moment when we got stopped on the fourth and two, the first one in the second half, I was like, oh, that's Michigan against Washington. We get gifted them momentum back into the game. And Washington went and scored. And we come out, and Michigan was able to win that game and pull away because their defense was so good. It just did not matter. And that's where the Lions have to marginally get closer to that, where we build a lead like that. And yeah, Dan gets to get crazy and go for it. Our defense can actually hold up and not just give up 27 unanswered. Now, granted, Michigan did not fumble on the 25-yard line to start a possession. So that's putting your defense not for success. We need to clean things up. But you just got to get the defense marginally better in these games. And your offense is legit, and I don't see it going anywhere. Now, granted, Ben Johnson's a massive wild card, but I have faith in the team that they're too talented. Another thing that absolutely pissed me off looking back at the game, and I said it on the broadcast, but I missed it. Amon St. Brown was potentially, besides Jameer Gibbs, like the skill guys, the best player on the field in the first half. He was insane. Third and 18, another like long conversion he had. Just crazy stuff. We did not throw him a football until midway through the fourth quarter. And granted, our possessions were cut short due to mistakes and drops, but he had two catches for 14 yards in the second half, and that's just unacceptable. You have to force feed that guy touches, whether it's just screen passes or whatnot, but we just got to – like we have – Jameer Gibbs was generational. Jameer Gibbs was in a different level tier of human being in the first half. He that stutter step that he did on like third and 12 was unbelievable. He just froze another man, a, a defensive back who's fast as hell in his tracks and ran to the sideline. So we have the pieces. We just need to use them. Just, I don't know more just, but really goes back to defense. I don't know. Try me a question. What do you guys think we average in the third quarter this year? Point score. Three. 20 football games. 
50 football games. Wait, we played 20 we football games? We scored in on our, we scored on the, oh, yeah. our second, or what do you want to call it? Our second half. Don't try to just scored. total it, Evan. Oh, stop, Alex. Shut up. <laughs> we scored five times of the 20 games we scored on the first drive. Evan would take this half. super seriously. <laughs> Well, I was doing the stats last week for how many times we actually scored on the first. I accused Ben Johnson of never scoring, then I looked it back up. There was a stretch where we scored in four of the five games. A little better than maybe uh, you think. I think it's going to come out to average of like 9.4 points per third quarter. 4.4. Oh. And there's like seven games with zero. Yeah. 89 points scored in third quarter this year. 20 games. I will yeah, say a, a, funny jo- a funny joke. A funny joke that I saw um, to laugh at our pain is that people oh, were. No. Compa- I saw like a clip of uh, it was the tin cup scene where he keeps hanging it in the water, and someone's like Dan Campbell went going for fourth downs, and it made me laugh. It did. I needed a, a, a comedic relief, and that that made me laugh. I don't think he's that crazy, but I can see why outsiders think like this guy's just a nutcase. <laughs> is it? Absurd to think that we won't make the playoffs next year. That we won't. Uh, yeah, now, if we don't my, get a card, that would be pretty. Friend and I today. went through the schedule today. It's it's twelve wins and it's 10, 10 minimum. So we're okay. We're gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> what divisions do we play? But, we play the AFC AFC South, right? Yeah, the AFC South. I chalked up to four wins. And we get the rematch with the 49ers. Okay, primetime game. Thank you. Yeah. Home Just so you guys Alex? know, if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, I guarantee we'll be opening the season in San Francisco next year. Again, kicking off the NFL season. Because uh, we're at San Francisco. Their first game of the year will be Detroit at San Francisco on NBC. I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll mm. pick the Lions again. Oh, we're going to have at least five primetime games. Yeah, but at I don't least. think they'll pick the Lions again because I think teams will be like uh, I don't know. I mean, that game yesterday was like galore for the NFL. It was sick. <laughs> it was a great football game. It was crazy. It had everything. Well, if we want were, the new teams, if our team wasn't pick, in that I think game, they'll that'd pick be an awesome. AFC team. I honestly yeah, think they'll Michigan pick an AFC TCU. Team. Depends who wins the Super Bowl. It's the Chiefs. Won't. They'll be two, be Chiefs Ravens or something like that. Can I but, tell you guys a dark thought based on Alex's playoff I get, theory? I guarantee you'd be the Chargers 49ers. That's who would be the first game. Ew. Oh, I forgot. It's a, cho- it's a choose your own adventure of how you want to approach this if you're positive or negative. A little, little, uh, little red worried. meat to either. So if you're a positive fan, you're going to stick to that. We have the executive of the year. He won the award. We have a great coach and culture, and we're going to be like the Niners. And we built ourselves in their image. If you are a negative fan, a doomsday fan, you look at the prestige of our franchise and what we've known our whole life. And we are the Jacksonville Jaguars almost beating the Pats, and we just never sniff it again. And we, we, don't, be, we don't do well. No. I'm just saying that. That's that, that's that, the negative. The Jags roster was blown up the next year. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just saying there it is, that's the dark side. Players. We're not losing. We're we're all of our best players are back next year. No, I'm and, with you. I'm positive. And we can I'm sign saying. contract extensions to all of them. They're officially you know eligible. People want people want to play in Detroit now. We can get free agents because of Dan. I think we you can. I think Dan can steal one or two free agents. 
you can get guys to get in. Right now, I see we have like fifty-eight million dollars in cap space. We have the second most cap space next year. No turds though. Chris Jones takes off a lot of plays. Dude, if we had Chris Jones and only McNeil, I think I. (laughs) That would help Hutch tremendously. Tremendously, dude. He's the best. Hutch would have nineteen sacks. He's the best defensive tackle in the NFL. Still want Max Crosby. I don't care. Oh, that'd be great too. Huh? Yeah, they hired Pierce. He's not unfortunately. Trades. Everyone's available, Alex. He's not a quarterback. You know who's Everyone's from Detroit? Available. Sauce Gardner. Why don't we just trade yeah. for Sauce Gardner? I'd give it all. He'd lock down one side of the field that would make us tremendously better. Is he actually that good? Oh. He is that good. Yeah. He's that good. He's a, he's a physicality merchant, but they let him play because <laughs> he's sauce. <laughs> he's that good. All right. We talked about the devastating parts. Can we talk about the peak? Because I have a clear inflection point. No, where I don't really football like nirvana. The happiness. The peak it was just football crashing down so fast. Like, take me back it's to halftime it, where everything I, was good. I'll I was happy peak in this game. Dog. There's nothing I can get that, happy about reliving this game. Dude, that that Gibbs touchdown was like a euphoric experience. It was out of body. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> you just made 15 dudes miss on a pitch play. I remember from like exactly 15. what I did. I was and the way he like just looked back stuffing and my face like with the cone and down zone. my throat, and he scores, and I'm just Gibbs King. <laughs> we should Man. be celebrating the Lions winning right now. This this is why this is the worst. It's the Vegas. When Gibbs scored, so I saw Vegas in my eyes. I was like, I oh saw, my god. I, I saw. Not all, I saw us lifting the Lombardi. I was like, if we're winning Jesus. the whole thing. No, if we're, if we're being totally trust-free, I don't think we would have beat the Chiefs. And I still don't think lifting we would have the Lombardi? Game. Let's slow down a little bit, okay? Evan, in the heat of the moment, we're a, a shit ton of points. We're killing them on the road. I'm like, yeah, we're going to win it all. And then I, you know, thinking today, I was like, we weren't beating Patrick Mahomes, um, which is fine. But to be there would have been better than to not. So that's what sucks. Yeah. It's a good reminder for fans everywhere, too. Like, just one play at a time. Football is the one of the longest games. Like, so much happens in a football well, game. I even said at halftime, my dad was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, we are nowhere near the end of this game. No, I didn't celebrate for a second. I was not thinking well, about anything f- other than, like, yeah. I the only thing that – I was thinking the only th- at halftime how the Niners could come back and how we could get Doomsday. And they yeah. did it in a way I did not plan for. That's a good point too because I had I had written down, if you told me we blew the game, I would have thought Bosa strip sack golf. But this was a way I never even expected the way this happened. Like I just never would have anticipated this series of events. Never could have drawn that up. That golf and give would communicate. Yeah, I just thought maybe our defense just gave up a touchdown every single time and that maybe we scored once or twice, but it wasn't enough. I think it hurts a little bit more that it wasn't like our star players effing up. Mm. Like Gibbs technically did fumble. That was one of them, but all the other times it was – I think it hurts more because it wasn't our stars. Gibbs was the lowest moment. That that was the lowest sports moment I've had. And I knew he recovered it instantly. I knew it fell right in that guy's lap. That's just the worst, like sinking feeling. Like everything's going wrong, let, and it hits. And I think like, Marissa let out like, a, "Oh my god, are you serious?" And I was like, "Yeah, that just happened." And when my mom and sister are texting, 
chats in our group chats. I'm like, even there, I'm sad. Like, this is the worst. I just picture Alex looking at his phone, seeing those, and just chucking his phone oh, I, through the front I window of his living room. Put it just, away. I, uh, I plugged I it in in my bedroom, the closed the door. This is absolutely through the window of the front living room. The one thing that I saw Dan, I saw a reporter's quote Dan of what he told the team at halftime that just irked me. At going back to the end of the game. Half-time. What does he say at halftime? Because I don't want to twist it. Well, it's paraphrasing. Like, we don't I know what his speech about was. I was worried what his halftime speech was. I, that's all I was He's, thinking about at halftime, too. I was like, what are you going to say to this team to keep your foot on the gas? He, he said, like, we got to stay focused, like, to the extent. And again, paraphrasing what he said to reporters, he was like, we, we knew that Niners were a good team and that we'd have to weather a storm. And that Coach Romano used to do that for Tecumseh. And I just don't understand why you would like tell your team verbally, like this team's going to make a run. Like, why would you say that out loud? Like speak it into existence that they're, they're good. And they're going to like, I know they, I, everyone knows they're good and they're going to keep playing hard, but maybe say like, let's focus. Let's keep our foot on the gas. Let's go bury this team. Like, why not that? Why not? Oh, they're good. They, they're good. We got the weather, their storm, like run through their face again. On that note. Um, Kyle Shanahan's pregame speech was so shitty. Like, no wonder they came out like ass. Like, based on what Aaron Andrews was telling us, how he was just like, yeah, like, we just have to do us. You know, we just got to be ourselves. Like, we don't, like, <laughs> we know that the Lions think like they're coming in, they're bringing all this grit and blah, blah, blah. We just, we got to be ourselves. We, we know this. We've been here before. They haven't. Like, that was a direct quote. We've been here before. They haven't. And I was like, but you were like trying to piss us off more. Like I don't get this. That is like the worst pump up speech I've ever heard in my life. This is the NFC Championship game. You should make it bigger. Why? I like, don't get why coaches try to like kill the moment. You should make it huge because people respond to that. They get jacked up and they make plays. Some, <laughs> but like your bad plays, it doesn't matter. They're not going to be in the game. They can like special teams like kick return or something. Uh, and 100%, and I know college is different and it's more rah-rah, but could you ever so, imagine C- Kirby Smart telling Georgia at half if they're up on Alabama, oh, Alabama's good, weather their storm. They know let's go and make them never wish they stepped on the field with us. Like, dude, bury I'm, this I'm team. I'm so anti, like, trying to dampen the moment. No, this is a huge moment. Get get going. Like, kill them. Like, let's get let's, going. Let, let's just go stop them three and out and bury this 49ers team. Yes, like, like, no, why would we're you not, not weathering – we're not weathering their storm. We're not going to – we know they're good. You don't have to say they're good. Everyone knows they're good. Like, go out and keep doing it. Like, why Why would you even mention that? I don't get why coaches if he did, do that. If he did say that and, again, paraphrasing what he told reporters, I was just like, damn, that's a miss. Like, we're, that's not our mentality. I get it. These are, like, grown-ass men, like, actual grown-ass adults. So maybe it's a little different than college. But, like, I just wouldn't try to, like, soften the moment. I would try to, like – Foot aggression. We got there from being super aggressive. We ran some end around for a 50-yard touchdown to start the game. Like, what? Where, where did that go? Where did it all go? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're staying focused. We're not taking it for granted, but we're we're full go. We're pedal to the metal. We're going to win by – we're going to try to win by 50. We're, tr- we're just going to try to run it up. Yes. <laughs> like um, they did in uh, the- Last Chance U. They always say that at half. Like, let's go score 75. And they come out. They show the end scores like 82 nothing. You're like, yeah, yeah, it works, dude. Just go score. Don't change anything. 
They do say that this 49ers are like uh, the competition that they play down there. EMCC. Yeah, it's the same thing, dude. Just foot on the gas. I kept texting it. No one believed me. Well, Dan um, didn't even listen to me. We should give credit to to like a t- any team like less than the Niners doesn't pull off that comeback. Like they give Brock no. Purdy credit. He they looked, might be the team of destiny. Purdy looked wishy washy in the first half, but he did not mess up. He tried to mess up. He he was a little erratic, but he made the running plays when it mattered. He 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 played good enough to win, and they took advantage of every single mistake we made. And that's what great teams do. So, do you guys? Do you have to give credit to them? Off, yeah, no, I agree. Him one Debo time. was a problem. Yeah, we had no answer for Debo. The Kittle didn't do thing anything was, really. Nope, he did not. The saddest thing was Hutchinson, Evan. That doesn't take much. That I knew that clip. I wasn't going to text it, but <laughs> yeah, no, he has to do better. But also, like Hutchinson is crashing down. Playing a little out of control, which he tends to do, but he's crashing down the run, and and Kill just took his momentum to the ground. It I mean, you can like, say the same thing because on JMO's touchdown, the Lions didn't block Nick Bosa or Chase Young, and we scored a touchdown. Did you guys? Like, Josh see Reynolds was clip? supposed to block Nick Bosa on that play, but he ran so far inside that Josh Reynolds had, like no idea what to do. Yeah, and exactly. Chase Young he was on the crashed. opposite side. We didn't weren't going to block him anyways because the play's going the other way. And yeah, we did block two of their best defensive touchdown. ends. Did you and, see? And Chase Young on the Gibbs touchdown. <laughs> that was crazy. I saw that quote tweet. On the Gibbs Did you touchdown? See it, if you want that guy in Honolulu Blue, I do want that guy in Honolulu Blue. No. No, you do not. Watch that clip. No, it, it actually is crazy how like, he, he just does not worst. try. He's in an NFC championship game, and it was the worst the second half? play I've ever seen. He made a couple of run stuff, Evan. The Gibbs he's, touchdown? I don't think like he's... Two tackles. Like, what are we talking the about? The Gibbs touchdown, he gives up, and he's like, he could breathe on Gibbs. Well, he, he made two Gibbs. tackles. He didn't even that try is, to tackle. That is, uh, that's double Evan. what our boy had. Please, <laughs> please watch the clip. I'm trying that's to find out right now, buddy. He's, he is not a Dan Campbell culture guy. There, He would not fit here. Everything I'm finding no, I, is of the Bears game, not the 49ers He would game. not fit. Um... The saddest part, the part that made me the absolute saddest of this whole situation was they had a clip of um, Panay and Hutch walking <laughs> off together, and Panay just, he saw it finally. Yeah, we're looking at it. Um, Panay just couldn't lift his head up, and he looks so sad, and I feel awful for Panay Sewell because he is the I'll best offensive line. He's the most valuable offensive lineman in the NFL because he's young still. You would say the same thing about like 95% of this team, though. But yes, I, I'm with you, Alex. He is half jog. That is Ooh. not Detroit grit right there. He's not built no. for this city. No. One play. Like, people would turn on him people so would hate fast. Him. People would hate him. Yeah. I don't think they would. Evan, that play is embarrassingly bad. He's a front runner. He's like AJ Hogard. He's he's like James Houston. Houston. Oh, he's... AJ's been playing pretty good. Don't do that. What's the record? But no, Panay, Twelve and eight. Does it really matter? Panay, Panay broke. Yeah, record. I will that when was... we win the next eleven. Alex, we're ten seed. Let's just face it. We're seven, so. seven through ten seed. We got to face the two seed in the first weekend. That's fine. Did it last year. Oh, Whatever. also, um, to play North Carolina. This isn't new because we we've, we've watched him against uh, Baltimore do this, but the flu flicker was open, and JMO just can't track the football very well. Like that was 
that was a that was a tough that, that was a tough it catch at least in his defense. It went it went through his hands. I feel like when you run that fast, maybe it's harder to uh, no because he slowed up. You know? he slowed up halfway through it. He and then he had a speed that he, he still had still had two feet on him. <laughs> Gotta catch it. Jamo's speed. Um, Gotta catch he, it. Then he makes a contested catch on a hundred and ten mile an hour fastball. Like that is not Jameson Williams. I like, know. Great. He's like good if it's. Tracking it is a problem. Over his shoulder is a problem, which is tough because he's a deep threat. Crazy how JMO does show up in big games. He's got that. Yeah, he's got that, that, that was dog. Um, and then a game of inches. Golf still played amazing. Um, the, the peak of golf was the Nirvana moment when he threw that risky, kind of like back shoulder half turn throw to Amonra, and then we scored on the Gibbs pitch a play later. Golf was in his bag at that point. Again, but converting third and 18s and third and 15s like it was nothing in the first half. I, I was have, like, uh, on the same drive, same drive, third and 12 on a Gibbs run, third and yeah, 18 to awesome. Amon Ra, and a third and six to Amon Ra, all on the same drive. I think that three third and, 12, third and was that, was that the audible run? Yeah. Run to the Gibbs left behind the left. Panay. Panay, we just followed Panay to the awesome. point. The 49ers put four of their defense linemen on the right side, and then Goff saw that and was like, okay, we'll audible. I just felt like but, in the first half we were so creative. We were running like Sewell in motion. We had Dan we Skipper creative. on and Sewell on tight ends. Yeah. Well, we gave we just, up on Dan Skipper when he was in there, and he had to try to block Nick Bosa, and Nick Bosa threw him aside like a freaking stuffed animal. That was tough. Montgomery should have chipped him there. He didn't even And then try. I was like – Oh my gosh, Sewell gave up a sack and then they replayed it and it was Dan no. who gave up a sack. Yeah. Yeah, Sewell had to but take then, the other blitzer. On the Jared Goff talk, he still has limitations because there was two pros oh, watching so that slow, game of dude. inches. One, the Gibbs touchdown to end the first half. He was open. It was a hard throw moving to his left, but like the top tier QBs, they hit that throw. We go crazy. We're up 28-7. Instead, you settle for three. And that also crazy, like long Texas route on Fred Warner by Gibbs there. That was disgusting. How he set oh, that up. Oh, that was a naughty <laughs> I think, route. I think naughty. Gibbs. I think Goff thought Gibbs was going to break that over the middle more. I think it was an option and of some sort. Gibbs just carried that because Warner wasn't following him with him. I think well, he Goff thought out of he was going to bend it. It's also impossible. They're like. Go- Get, like, Goff is moving play. back to his left with a defender in his face, trying to throw it over Fred Warner's head. But like I said, the jaw-dropping QBs in this league do make that throw. And the one that was more easy that really Goff should have hit was it led to the um, – it was on the drive that Same Reynolds Laporta. dropped the fourth and two was Laporte. He had at the 10-yard line over the defender's I think, head. I think that's, a, that's another one that earlier in this year they were talking about – Dan Orlowski's breaking down the Chiefs and how, like, the miscommunication there in some of the routes, and this is one of the routes, is where, like, if you get a guy stacked up and you beat him man-to-man, that 10 of the time the Corvus expect you just to keep on carrying that north and south, and he'll lead you more vertical down the field. But the route is designed for the corner, and I think that's what threw it off, is where Sam broke that off just ever so slightly, which threw off the timing because golf kind of led him up the field. I couldn't tell if that was on Laporte or Goff or a mix of both. It was I mean, obviously, it's always going to be on the quarterback because you have an open wide receiver and you're just supposed to connect. I mean, it's just that. I mean, it's a game of um, it's micromanaging, a game of inches, a game of 
small details. Yeah. Just can't, I, I think can't we're, like, golf and Laporte probably made that catch probably 15 times this year. We just don't know it. But the one the yeah. one time they don't connect, obviously, we, we remember it. Sorry, they guys, too, like, signing uh, off after this game. Yeah, no limitations. Teams. We signed him. Yeah. He wasn't the reason we lost the NFC championship game. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. Trust me. He's my guy. He's my he's my QB, and I want him back. Uh, we need to have to find a new right tackle, hometown discount. Got to find a new offensive guard. Got to find basically. I mean, Taylor Decker. Tecker's not leaving. Uh, <laughs> with the cap that he's making. <laughs> Cut it out. Everybody um, that's decent makes money. <laughs> Stop it. Future show. Future show. Future show. Future show. So, yeah, it was always better, Alex. Um, to it would be cool if we had a first-round draft pick that would actually play for us. Stop it, Evan. Yeah, Broderick Martin would be nice, but I guess he's not ready to go. On the We have Jack Campbell at defensive tackle. So. What about a different first-round pick? Handy. Uh, well, instead hey, of him holding on to hurt, his shoulder pads the entire time. Emergency QB. God, I hope golf goes no, out. It doesn't hope. even freaking matter. You might as well just replace I hope, it. I hope. I was gonna say this. It'd be sick if he was Hooker good. had to come in like Jalen Hurts and spell golf for a half because he got banged up and he won a game, and then we could just come on here and laugh at Evan. <laughs> that so would be a dream. We've laughed at Evan a lot this year, though. He's had some bad takes. <laughs> I have not had bad takes. Alex, name one of them. <laughs> Uh, Gibbs. I hated Gibbs. I was part of the Gibbs game. You did hate, you did hate Gibbs. Alex, I never you said I hated the not. players. I said I hated where we draft them, Matt. That's all. I never said I hated the you players. Still, you still want Thibodeau over Hutch, which is crazy. Thibodeau's arm, Thibodeau's finger reaches Brock Purdy's leg. Just Thibodeau subs himself out. Thibodeau doesn't even play that snap. I guarantee, I guarantee Thibodeau has a tackle in that game. Okay, probably. You've had some bad takes this year, Evan. It's okay. Alex, we he didn't do. record a freaking tackle in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. And he's so on <laughs> the the soul of the defense, and he can't even do anything. That's embarrassing. Get a great end that was embarrassing. That was that an game. embarrassing performance by AKA one of your best players on the team. And he tried to console so you, Sewell as they're walking so you, off. If I was Sewell, I wouldn't even talk to that soul. <laughs> I'll talk to you in August he, when it actually matters. He forced a pick. He forced a pick. So are we going to be back in the NFC Championship game? That's the final question. Yes, that is are the 100% back in the goal NFC next year is the NFC year. Championship game. Anything less than NFC Championship game is a Bust. failure. And I'll say that right now. The, the expectations <laughs> just, are yeah. through the roof now. But I agree. Like It's got to be. You reached th- that point. I saw I mean, that's Herman Moore LinkedIn so, post today. He basically said, like, you're going to find out what guys are hungry. And, treating and LinkedIn like it's Twitter or what? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what I was on now. <laughs> I mean, I just came up with my feet. I'm like, oh, this is like Twitter. This is cool. He's so like, yeah, I guess that kind of that answers your guys' question that listener Josh had. Will we be contenders without Ben Johnson or with Aaron Glenn? So a little backhanded. <laughs> um, I still think Aaron there, Glenn I think is good pretty coach. good. I, th- I think it's it's more like the talent obviously isn't just there yet. But I mean, he's doing more with life. He's putting big amount of times cracks over five times at least in that game. Like I didn't say it out loud, 
just Marissa's not going to care, but I thought I could not believe the personnel we have on defense in the NFC Championship game. Dude, like looking at so like, bad. Because Rodrigo had to get in there, and he made a play. But, like, Rodrigo's oh back. He's a six-rounder. Vildor, okay. practice squad. Fever like, dream. Shut. <laughs> just, yeah. Vildor. Vildor, Malfamo, like, besides his little, like, couple of games, Malfamo, like, historically kind of garbage. It's missed sack. Oh, that's when things were going bad. I kept saying one thing to go right. We just whiff a sack on Brock Purdy and then complete the use check. You can't do that. Anzalone is like oh, our best player man, Yuzik, on defense. Yuzik stunts He's on us with the toe good. drag swag as a fullback. Oh, so sick of that loser. Again, and again, I really like Anzalone. But right now, what we're watching with him is when Michigan had Josh Ross, and I thought he was awesome, and then we got Junior Colson. Like, there's still room to vastly need, improve that room. It's called more speed. athletes. You need somebody that can well, run sideline to sideline. He got dusted by Brock Purdy on the biggest scramble of the game. He just you couldn't stay in front of Brock like, Purdy. You need speed. Oh, name a fast, sweet linebacker. Roquan Smith? Uh, Queen? No, the guy from the the guy coming out from um, Harold Perkins from LSU next draft. Oh. He's also no, more of an edge rusher, definitely though. Definitely not. He's more of an edge rusher. Michigan State player. Yes, he He's was. He's more of an edge rusher. We were his top five. He, he visited, <laughs> visited us. That's just, yeah. Wow. Shocking. He visited honestly. us. He's, he's also, really good. Question. Here's a statement, too. Draft if we season. Do if we keep C.D. Deuce. No. Even if we don't. Even if we don't. You need to lay a dude out if you're going to get a 15 yard like that. Like you need to bury that dude if yeah, you're going soft. to do that. That was, that, that was so soft. It was almost not a 15 yard penalty. Talk I about agree. a front runner, dude. He is quite a bit of a front runner. <laughs> yes and he's, no. He's, he's very good. He's very good. He decisions. talks a lot. No, Alex, the difference is he talks even if like he, start, he talked at the start of the season before we were good. Like he just talks. That's just he just talks in general. Even if he's bad, yeah. he talks. Yeah, I guess I guess what we said is like it's okay to have a couple of those guys on your team. You know what I was thinking I, about? But again, yeah, Emmanuel Mosley instead of Vildor in the biggest moments would have been cool. Remember that signing? Just didn't work yeah, out because he got Mosley. injured all year. Did he get injured? Didn't, injured. didn't he get injured in the Panthers game? game went the out. Panthers game out there. He came back in. He tore his ACL. Oh my again. gosh, Grant. Okay, so Friday night, totally way off topic. Um, <laughs> Uh, so supposedly at Ford Field, you can just like go to any game and then click on anywhere in the stadium, and there's just random pictures of the fans. Oh, this is good. In your okay. seats. This is so good. Okay. So I was talking with somebody that was at that Panthers game, <laughs> and they're just not yeah. like, dude, this is pretty cool. Like we, they zoomed in on themselves. They're like they're way up in like a corner section or whatever. And the guy was like, yeah, so I just was like randomly clicked it. He said, yeah, I just randomly clicked it on the 50-yard line. Guess who he clicked on? He clicked on your mean mug, Larry, Lance, and Ryan. <laughs> and he said he almost shit himself for how shocked he was. He's like, oh, my God, I know these people. It's funny. It's Wait, funny. do you find this online? I, I think so. He was just talking about how it's like either the Lions app or Lions, like, Ford Field something. He's like – they just like when I found Evan's like, face at the Oregon game. I knew that was happening because they brought out the camera and they announced it in the stadium. I was staring into that camera's soul. Wow. Oh, man. I felt bad, Grant, because you had to sit next to Ryan the entire time. It was a good time. A it was, that was a fun game. That was a party because we just blew them out of the gym. Yeah. Um, 
listener Wyatt, he said, how do you guys continue to have the will to live after the heartbreak? Work. Uh, you know what humbles you pretty, you, you, I would say that, Grant. You know what humbles you pretty bad after a loss? Is that you have Work. to set your alarm for 4.30 a.m. the next day. You're like, what? Back That's at enough. it. Set mine for Back five. It. It was, I went to bed. I was like, I'm so mad. I'm just going to get in the gym at 5 a.m. Did not. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. tried. You knew you were going to do it. That alarm went off and you're just pissed at the world already. Last few things. Jim Harbaugh left. No, NFL still. Super Bowl on the other side. No. Inevitable Chiefs. Evan's Lamar take. Take a victory lap. Evan, take a victory (laughs) lap. You deserve it. Yeah. Can't be trusted again. Talk about uh, something too it. big. Todd Munkin froze in the biggest moment of his life. Everybody <laughs> was praising him. Froze. Someone at work tried to say the Ravens' loss was worse than the, the way the Lions lost. And I was like, wow. Yeah, because the Ravens' oh, identity was running. I agree. Through. Okay, picture this, Alex. Picture you're oh, in the I NFC Championship game. You're in the NFC Championship game. And uh, what is the life of the Lions' like, backbone? I already know you're going to say the Ravens. The Ravens called six designed runs in the football game. Yeah. For five. They had nine runs total. Three of them were scrambles. They had six of them were designed runs. Six designed runs. The whole game, and they're the best rushing team in the league. Yeah, so picture the Lions just coming out and throw the ball 65 times, and Gibbs doesn't have, like, any handoffs. What piss would you and mad. you're still in the game, but you like just can't score. You just can't move the ball. Your defense rises up and smothers the best quarterback of our generation. Well, and they well, turn the ball modern three generation. times. Jay Flowers out. is Jay going Flowers to have to do a lot to earn his reputation back because boy, did he look Off silly. Career-ending type of mistakes to the end zone. And I'm not a uh, CD Lamb did against us. Who else? Was it? I thought there was another game where somebody did that. The we, Bills, I think. Bills. Oh, the Bills did Bills it last Chiefs week. Game. Chiefs yeah. did it last week. Mecole Hardman. Mm. Good for uh, that. Marquez would be so Valdez stupid scaling. if that rule gets changed, Grant. I will riot out. I hate New York. City. I hate that Grant thinks it's the best rule in football. Oh, I was joking. That's sarcastic. It the oh, rule's stupid. I took that no serious. That pissed me off to no end. I was like, Grant, stop. <laughs> I think you think I would stand. think that's the best rule? I think the rule should. Stand. Yeah, I was like, you're such an NFL nerd. I was like, maybe. No, the rule should see. It doesn't make sense. It does. It should be like a fifteen yarder or something, like not keep it back into field goal range. I mean, I, I'm fine if they keep it. It's funny, like just but, don't do it. Like Bill Belichick said, never extend it to one. And if people just did that, it would never happen. It would happen but less. They thought they made it. Be fundamentally sound. Um, yeah, Zay Flowers is in the doghouse. Travis Kelsey just. He baited us Pretty all good year still. with wash Pretty and then he good just absolutely still. Oh, victory lap for me. Alex put me on the spot and he laughed at me and called me a fool. But Kyle Hamilton looks like he could be a Hall of Famer. Okay, he let's is back a up. dog. I thought he was very good. I just thought it was crazy. We're gonna say he's a Hall of Famer before he made the league. Well, you asked, you said he's on, on the couch who's most likely to be a Hall of Famer in this draft class. And I said Kyle Hamilton, and you were like, "What? Why? Who did I say? Micah Parsons." You pro- no, you probably said Jordan Davis because Michael Parsons wasn't no, in that draft I, class. I, I, I was said Jordan, Jordan Davis. Davis guy. This was the Hutchinson draft, so this was not well, Michael Parsons. Definitely not that guy. I don't remember, I don't remember who I liked. You probably they said Jay Mo. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Waymo. The way he's playing. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe. Draft class. What, what year is this? Trayvon Walker. 
Hutch, Not him. Thibodeau, Stingley, Sauce. Alex picked uh, what's his name? I went to the Raiders. From the Raiders. No, he picked uh, oh, Rugs. <laughs> no, uh, the defensive end from Texas Tech. Tyrese. Oh, Tyree Wilson. No, yeah, that, was, that was Ben's that's pick. Who Alex picked. No, that's no, who Alex that was Ben. Ben. Alex that was said a different he draft. was going to be a Hall of Famer. That was I a different draft. Evan's making shit up. I never, I promise I never said that because I never liked him. I thought he was fat. I've already bet Chiefs Super Bowl if that uh, tells you where I'm at I'm for not that. anything. I, just I actually, you know what? I might go full heel and probably because the San Fran just beat us. I might just be a big old Chiefs fan that night. I think I yeah. want I think I want the show of Taylor Swift and the gang. I, I don't. Think be electric. I'm cheering for <laughs> CMC to get a Super Bowl. I'm cheering for the Chiefs for sure. Just because of Evan's uh, hate. Because CMC should, have won, said, should win the MVP. I said a mean thing about CMC hand up. I, I was I was bad in the first half. He's a nice guy. Never forget when Grant in the heat of a battle called. <laughs> mean to my face, it COVID dude. It was the COVID season. <laughs> when Rocket we lost, lost that game, freaking thirty on you. We were you? trying to win a Big no, Ten title, Adam. We were trying to win a Michigan Big Ten title. Spanked our ass, and Grant goes. <laughs> I went and watched the rest of the game in my room when Grant did that. <laughs> I was pissed I, off. <laughs> like, sorry, it was the heat of the ball bit. Um, but no, back on the record about football, I think Lions fans should feel better than Ravens fans today in a sick, twisted way. I think so too. I think both should feel like shit because they both should have made the Super Bowl. But the Ravens no, is just the like, Ravens what, bad what other from kickoff to what end. moves do you have? Yeah. And they still had a chance. They're a joke. Mike McDonald, but they're going to lose him. It was hilarious because all week I was telling everybody that would listen, I'm like, why would you bet against Pastor Mahomes until he loses? Like, I thought it was the most no-brainer pick of all time to just pick the Chiefs well, until they you lose. Bet it? Oh, I can't. I believe I in can't, Texas. Can't bet in here. Oh, Shout out to Connor on that angle. It wasn't all gloomy. Uh, depressed me before bed. Opened my account to a hundred and fifty dollar profit because JMO last Chiefs, touchdown. Chiefs spread, Lions spread, and JMO last tutty, and his tutty covered both those last two. <laughs> I wait. Yeah, yeah. We were down ten. Yes, five bucks to win one fifty. No, it wasn't that long. It was like two bucks to win like forty for JMO, and then oh, the other two separate. I did like. I did like max unit. I did like 30 bucks, not max unit, but like doubled my units a lot for those $30 each. So I think I made around like my account increased by 150 when I went to bed. I was like, all right, not all is bad. I you would have put bet JMO first on the and last. But nice. Hard transition. Jim Harbaugh left. And Ben, ben Herbert, Herbert left. left. And ben Herbert I left. finally have something to celebrate. Fuck no, Ben Herbert. It's a strength and conditioning I'm, coach that made he's the glue to the program. Oh, and it's funny because Herbert's actually going to Michigan State because Smith is cooking. The Herbert one really sucks because where's he actually? NFL with Chargers. Oh, he's that the, good. Isn't that Jesse really Mitchell sucks. going too? Yes. Yeah. Herbert more important. Herbert's the second most important, arguably up there with Harbaugh. Where if we kept Herbert, I'd feel really a lot better. That one sucked. Think about this. You lose the Lions game. You wake up at 8 a.m. Uh, to Michigan reporters saying 
Ben Herbert informed the team at today's lifting session he's leaving for the Chargers. You know who was wrong about that again? Chris Ballas. That guy's such a clown. We just talk about how wrong that guy is about everything. No, Chris Ballas said it too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, How would you know? It's the only thing I can see on the message boards. It's Chris Ballas. Oh, you still go on those? I was during the Harbaugh thing. He lives on them. No, no, yeah. I don't go on it now because there's no, there's nothing to look at. No, you look. Harbaugh was. No, I haven't. If you don't get on, how do you know that? Login. I said during the Harbaugh leaving thing. Hmm. Like I would check it just to see if he was leaving. It's just sad this case because NFL strength and conditioning coaches matter half as much as college because NFL players don't do that much work like they in the season they lift but they have personal trainers for like their actual body physical around they're like in awesome shape all the time college kids get like fat. you're not like like herbert he you're not gonna like have everyone come in at 8 a.m and douse them in water and tell them to lift what he would do to michigan like navy seal training you're not doing that in the pros they don't they're, they're gonna laugh at you they don't need to they, they will that. not do that they're, they're grown men they know what to do for their bodies for the most part. Well, I would argue it would help them, but like they won't buy Some it because they think it. they're better than that. JMO could use a couple pounds. Now, you could argue that they are promoting who was his right-hand man, so maybe he'll keep the same tendencies. But I saw a lot more devastation messages from Michigan players about this than Harbaugh leaving. Like people just broken heart emojis, like, man, this sucks. This, this stings. Like this was – this was big for the program. They lost him. So dark times. So the only follow-up question but one there. So uh, I'll set the over under at nine and a half wins for Michigan. Instant reaction. 30 seconds to answer. What do you take? Under, but nine and three. Still feeling pretty good with no quarterback and no Jim Harbaugh. But. You can't really even discuss that until after the spring portal because I think we're going to do some damage in the spring portal when people oh, yeah. leave their teams. There's so many good players in that one. Yeah, no, there historically usually are like a couple good quarterbacks that realize they're not going to win the job. Like so, yeah, so that means they're really good because they can't win their own job. They're not no, good enough to win the can... starting job, so they're they're good enough to be the Michigan quarterback of the defending national champions. Come on, Grant, that sounds ridiculous. You're better than no, that. it doesn't. You got an no, orgy party ready to go. Uh, you're not having a serious conversation now. <laughs> We're just not going to have a serious No, I just want Michigan to collapse next year. I'll be honest. I do want them to be terrible. It'd make me feel better. It's fine. But that's the thing. Like, if it is, it's like, does not matter. As long as Ohio State doesn't win the title, it does not matter if oh. they're terrible. Yeah. We, got, we got problems in Columbus. <laughs> We might well, lose to them by 96 points. I will be hammering Ohio State national title future so I can profit greatly if they do inevitably make that run. I mean, that's, but you that's still have to deal with Ryan Day. Trevion Henderson now will Howard. Alex, that's a future prop bet. No. With will Howard. And oh, I just, two years I have to, oh, wait, yeah. Will Howard. He's not that good. Quarterback power. I have to see their offensive line fall in love. Quarterback power. Is their offensive line good enough, though, Evan? Are they built different? Yeah, they are. Bad news for us Michigan State fans as well. Um, if Aiden Childs is Lamar Jackson, then we'll just never win anything big. <laughs> well, in college, those quarterbacks yeah. play. Yeah, Lamar won nothing in college either. 
Just the Heisman. Sean Watson. Sean Watson won a title. Talk about football, dude. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <sighs> so uh, are you sad? Are you happy that they promoted Chiron? 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 Whatever his name is. Yeah. It's the right move. Yeah, I think you it didn't, You didn't want him to like even like a little part of you was like, ooh, let's, let's explore. Let's see what we can find. No, because it was so late. We missed the whole cycle. Cliff Kingsbury was available. Ones. Brian Kelly was, no. was ready to jump. David Shaw was no, available. No, he wasn't. David and Shaw would, not would take be Brian disastrous. Would not David be. Shaw would be a disaster. Come on, guys. Were you embarrassed that no, I, the list was just as bad as Michigan State's? Arguably worse because Jonathan Smith wasn't on it? No. I, I there was never a list, Alex. That like oh, those Pete lists Campbell that were out. The list that are Pete fake. Every fake. I just I'm not He's sure what people thought the list would look like based on when the job came open and uh, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Dan Lanning, Kalen DeBoer. That's the list that Michigan fans expected. Alex, I don't the list think so. is I think... all those coaches agents like telling Pete Thamel, like, yeah, put us on that. Yeah, I I know what those lists are. They're mostly fake. But I I don't I don't think Michigan fans like rational ones are pretty humble when it comes to the job. Like I, it's not like a top five. It's, it's no. different. It's a no. academic my main, school. My main thing was if the, now looking back, if DeBoer didn't go to Alabama, you probably would have had a decent chance to get him. If you would have chose. Turns 100%. out you probably would have chose more anyways. I would guess that would be a tough decision. Yeah, the biggest the biggest elephant. I think in DeBoer the room. made a bad mistake, but that's irrelevant. What do you mean? I think they're going to run him out of town in three years, and it's going to be tough for him. He'll he'll get. Jobs. Ooh, I'll take I'll take action on that. I think he's going to be a dog there, dude. I just think like it's if you don't win, what are we talking? Eleven games, like at least you're like dead. You're dead. All right, to what them. is it? Three years. He's fired. All right, I mean, let's pose this question differently. Will he win a national championship within three years? No. That's so unrealistic. That's insane. Okay, that's what they expect. So then I would think that he'll be be out. I don't think they expect that. Yes, they do. It's title town. You don't think people realize that they had the greatest coach in college football history? Irrational down south SEC fans that I now – Am immersed with at all times? No, yeah, they do not. They're not out. They do not call pressure still. You're telling me if he makes the playoff two out of his first three years into the SEC, him? No, Uh, Texas A&M's in the SEC. I've been in there, the closest school. Alex, you're Houston. Actually, you're actually in Houston. Houston's actually the closest. Well, he makes the playoff two out of three years. They're going to boot him. If they miss the playoff in one of those years, if they don't, they may not make it next year, and that's that would be feasible. That is a hundred. They don't make it next do year. Do not make out the, the national roster, championship roster game within three years. They're they're booting him. Then they deserve to suck because that's ridiculous. I'm not going to actually take actionable money on this, but yeah, because you're I too would, scared you're going to be wrong. Well, I think Kalen DeBoer is a good coach. I just worry that a great coach. Yeah, a no, great I, coach. I, I think he is that. I just think like I don't know why he left. Yes, I understand leaving Washington. I just I wouldn't take the Alabama job. Money? What? 
then you're just scared. Yeah, you are Why scared. Why are you not? You're scared of failure. You're scared. You don't trust your own town. town. Run down yourself. Town. And what? Pay you your buyout and you're rich? With Washington. He could go win anywhere he wants. Why would you want to live in Alabama? That's not true. That was a that was a perfect storm of a season for them where they got the transfer quarterback in and it happened fast in his tenure. He's lost like six games in his life as a head coach. It's wild. He's a dog. Well, then you have nothing to worry about. He'll win a national championship in three years. Michigan's stock and recruiting, I think, goes up because Sharon will actually prioritize that. That's so what I'm Chris confident Powell said. About that. Uh, the so. biggest elephant in the room that we need to touch on we go before we leave is, I mean, it's a broken record, but what does Ward Manuel do? <laughs> does that guy do? What, what do you mean? What does he, he do? He did everything. What, what was he going to do? I, I get it. In this Ward case, sucks at his job. No doubt about it. <laughs> Terrible AD. Jim wanted to leave, though. He even Jim said in the presser yesterday or the interview yesterday on Fox, he was like, yeah, like I've always just had the inkling to go back to the NFL. And there's no – he said, there's no Lombardi trophy in college football. You weren't keeping it. No, I do. I do get I that. I do think there was a small but, part that you could have kept him if the relationship between Harbaugh and the AD were better. It would have yes. been perfect, Earlier in the though. year, if you wrapped it up, yes. But – if you just look at – if you put Ward's resume, I know you have some titles in there, and he did see some moments, but Jim Harbaugh gone under his watch. John Beeline left under his watch. Beeline, disaster decision. Left under his watch. He The softball coach retired under his watch, and she probably had more years to give. And the hockey program, he let a scandal go on for like half a year and wouldn't get rid of the guy, and that went into a dumpster fire. Well, Not that still, I'm actually invested still good. that hard in all their sports, but if that was going on on Butler, I'd be so pissed. I'd be happy because they're winning, and they did have Not some to great years. But they're having just, the worst if, basketball season of all time. And he's retaining Juwan thus far. Like no, I know no actions happen. It could at the end of the year, but it's essentially Someone if you're really good at your job. If you're really good at your job, Ward Manuel cannot keep you there. And that's what he's proven over a decade, seven years, whatever. It's crazy. If you're good, he's not staying there. And the strength coach, which I guess Harbaugh made a huge offer, but I just don't know how you can't wrap up Ben Herbert, too. Is he that loyal to Jim? Maybe, but pay him whatever it takes. You're only paying Sharon more like $5 million. Why can't you just spend whatever else? I have like the, Pay a strength coach $4 million. Did the contract care. details come out for him? Yeah, it's like five years, five and a half, something like that. Holy! They lowballed the shit out of him. He's like the yeah. They gave he's him like an, the 13th highest paid coach in the Big Ten. They gave him a kind of an unserious offer, hopefully for his assistance. And then you go and lose. Oh, it's six million a year. And then you go and lose your strength coach, which is crazy. Where's the money going? What's the money for? He <laughs> lost to DC, which I, I Michigan, was fine, but like Michigan literally was like, you know what? We won the national championship. Let's go back to academics, boys. <laughs> And they're just in ship everything <laughs> out. We're done. Don't care. No, Michigan will be fine. Football wise. Basketball. Yeah, he's dead. tied he's tied for sixth highest in the Big Ten at the end of if it was the end of last season. He's makes the much he makes the same as PJ Fleck, Ryan Day, James Franklin, Luke Fickle, and Kurt Ferenc, and Brett Bielema. Oh, are the coaches that out earn him? Got it. That was the list of people that out earn him. Jonathan Smith makes seven point two a year. Yeah. So that's more. 
Yeah, they lowballed him, and they couldn't keep the strength <laughs> coach. It's baffling. Like, where's the, again? Where's the money going? It's funny. It's funny. It's good entertainment. Is Kurt is Kurt Campbell about to get promoted to OC and make like five million as well? Like, who, who are we paying who? in our salary pool? Who are your coordinators going to be? There's so many questions. Kurt, you, you at least have this Kurt, excitement, you know. Kurt Campbell, OC, most likely, and then DC is still up in the air. Is Kurt Campbell? He was the quarterbacks coach last year. DC like hiring from outside. You think? I don't foresee Klingscale or Elston getting the job, but I would if it meant keeping them, I would be down for it. I think there's a linebackers coach from the Ravens. Um, his name's slipping me, but he's been linked to it, and then potentially Jim Leonard. But I don't think they would go Jim Leonard. Right? I think has it ever the Ravens pipeline worked out where the best coach in program history leaves, and then you just hire from within for every single open position? Throughout the entire staff, has that ever worked? Is this a I test case? Have to do a lot of, I'd have to do a lot of research. This could really well, prove how this, important though, the, the head man is. This could prove the that head whole coach, theory. The head coach has never, except for when Tom Osborne retired from Nebraska, has never left after they won a title. So it's a very unique situation in general. We're about to find out how important well, head coach that is. A is. Stat. That is a stat. And. Three of the four playoff teams have new coaches, which is crazy as well. That, like, I saw you could that be successful, and it all goes away. Sark is the only one that stayed. Now, granted, DeBoer just went from one Zachary, playoff team to the other. <laughs> Zachary Orr. Zachary Orr is the inside linebackers coach for the Ravens that could be the next DC if you're bored. Um, also, I put out this tweet, too, just to leave you with doomsday. And I mean this pretty wholeheartedly. If Jake Thaw hadn't recovered his muff punt and Michigan lost to Alabama in the Rose Bowl like that, I probably wouldn't watch football for five years. After oh, the Lions stop. Game. No, no, that would have broken me, man. It would not because just just think back to COVID when we had nothing and how miserable it was. You would never yeah, not watch. I'd, take up, I'd become a movie guy and a TikTok guy. You have terrible taste in movies. It'd be better than watching crushing losses. So thank God that Jake Thaw held on to that because I couldn't just, stomach. Watch a new sport, Grant. You'd just be all in on EPL and no more sports. Probably too much heartbreak. All sports. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle it if all we right, lost now, that now game. Now like you're that. serious. That's you could become a NASCAR oh, fan. Cheers what? to you, nothing. Sports go are to dead FS, for us. Go to not FS. We'll go to uh, uh, IndyCar. Push, push. Thanks for stopping. Just cheer for him. He always wins. He wins every time. Literally. For stopping in Mahomes. That's what I heard the discussion today on one no, of the podcasts. Most dominant, most dominant athletes in the world right now. For stopping in Mahomes. <laughs> Joey Chestnut. My Mahomes jersey on the podcast. Next Joey week. Chestnut did get mentioned, Evan. He did get mentioned. <laughs> yes. Cheers to episode 152. Cheers to pain. <laughs>